0: Hello and welcome to this brand new series on the Aviator South Africa, Aviation History. My name is Kabir and I'm the host on the show with Warwick. We'll also be joined by Tom and Devarshan in our virtual studio today. Today on the show we'll be talking about a South African airline which has been profitable for over 75 years. Yep, you're right, South Africa's come
1: We hope that you are going to enjoy this new venture with us. Remember to give us some feedback in the comment section below and please give us a like and make sure to subscribe and to enable the notifications so you'll get notified when we release a new video. Enjoy the episode.
0: Is in association with African Pilot Magazine. Subscribe to Africa's finest aviation magazine today. For more information, go to www.africanpilot.co.za. For only 65 Rand, you can get an Aviators South Africa and St. Helena membership. Every two weeks, you will get exclusive members-only live streams where we will discuss a topic and discuss it in depth but also give you a behind-the-scenes look at how we operate, etc. Some months, you will get also additional content weekly but this varies month to month due to editing constraints, etc. Another thing you can get as a member is early access content so you can get the public video before the public has seen it. Visit our website the links in the description below to find out more about becoming a member for 65 Rand only. Quick announcement before we begin. The Aviated South Africa has opened a new division as of the end of August 2020. The new division is going to be the Aviator's St. Helena. We're in partnership with St. Helena Airport Limited. We'll be bringing you the latest St. Helena aviation news, interesting discussions about sustainability, and more. This will all be happening off the same Aviation Aviator's South Africa YouTube channel. So stay tuned, and we hope to see you on one of our Aviator's St. Helena episodes. Today we're going to be talking about the South African airline success story of Comair. It all started in 1945 when the commercial air services performed their first flight from Rand Airport, Johannesburg, to Stanford Hill Airport, Durban. Little did they know they would become the longest operating airline in South Africa besides the national airline, SAA. In
1: 1946, the company was flying charter flights using an Fairchild the F-24 August aircraft, In 1948, Commercial Air Services began scheduled services from Johannesburg to Durban. Commercial Air Services was now allowed to have scheduled flights because new legislation was added in South Africa to allow airlines like Commercial Air Services to operate fully.
2: Commercial Air Services used a Cessna 195 aircraft to fly the routes. The aircraft could carry four passengers and one pilot. It would do the same return route from Johannesburg to Durban with stops in Kruinstein, Onondagas, Bloemfontein, Bethlehem, and Ladysmith.
3: Unfortunately, the route was not sustainable for commercial air services to run because of the multiple stops, etc. They approached the government for financial support. However, this was rejected. This led to the route being suspended.
0: Anglo-American Corporation was building up the gold mines in the Free State at the time. They approached Commercial Air Services to continue the route, or at least to the Free State. Commercial Air Services were given a small subsidy and as a result were able to open up the route again. This secured the future existence for Comair.
2: They continued to operate with a branch in Rhodesia, now Zimbabwe. It was known as Commercial Air Services Rhodesia. They were operating out of Bulawayo. They also had Commercial Air Services Natal.
3: Skipping to the future in 1992, when Comet jumped into the mainstream aviation market. Comet was operating the Boeing 737-200 and Fokker aircraft. These aircraft carry over 100,000 people to their destinations of choice for one year.
1: The route network consisted of flights between Durban, Richards Bay, Skukuzum, Mazzini, Gaborone and Torari. There were 200 departures at the time to these destinations. Comair was becoming a fast-growing airline. In 1996, Comair obtained the British Airways franchise as a partner. The airline would be known as British Airways Comair.
2: They inherited the British Airways branding, livery, service, and most importantly, the British Airways Executive Club frequent flyer program. This service would allow customers to come from the UK to South Africa with British Airways PLC and then connect on the British Airways Comair to fly domestically or to countries in the Southern Africa.
0: This plan would ultimately boost tourism to the country. British Airways Comair has been a staple name in the South African aviation industry. In the early 2000s, Comair opened its renowned training center. They had several full motion simulators to train their pilots. Many airlines pilots fly to South Africa in order to train at the facility. In
3: 2001, LLC Kaluda.com was founded. The idea was to have a seamless, no false travel experience. The word Kalula in the Esi Zulu language means easily. This is why the brand is called Kalula.com. In 2009,
1: the award-winning Slow Lounge concept was opened. This provided passengers with a space to relax and unwind before a flight. Kome has gone from strength to strength until 2020. The fleet consists of 14 Boeing 737-800 ng aircraft, 5 Boeing 747-400s which are currently being phased out, and 1 Boeing 737 MAX 8, which was delivered to British Airways Comair. The aircraft has been grounded due to the worldwide 737 MAX crisis. There are 7 more orders for the 737 MAX 8 for Comair. In
3: 2020, Comair has been experiencing major financial issues due to the COVID-19 situation Comair has placed themselves in voluntary business rescue. Their BRPs are looking to find funding for the airline. Comair's future is unknown.
1: For 77 years, Comair has been a major player in the South African aviation industry. However, we don't know what the future holds for them. It is a waiting game and we'll have to just see what happens.
0: Welcome back to our The Aviator South Africa virtual studio. I'm joined by Warwick Devashin and Thomas today. Um, and we are talking South Africa's Comair. And Comair is a remarkable airline, but 2020 um, has thrown a curveball at the airline. One of our first YouTube episodes was Kame battling strong headwinds. Um, and I remember when we were um, recording and editing that episode, I thought that they were just gonna pull out and kind of just pull up from that descent for all of you aviation people out there. No. But that is not the case because a few months on, we are now Kame's in um, voluntary business rescue. And this is basically almost what Virgin Atlantic did in terms of financial bankruptcy protection. This enables Comet to do the same thing. But it's really sad to see um, this airline go from 77 years with making a profit to struggling. And its future is still unknown. So we're going to talk Nasal. Narsal is Kame's tech company. It was founded, I think, a few years back. It um, is an aviation tech company, but they also do IT solutions. So a lot of airlines and airports use Nasal, and they have leading-edge technology, which is actually used in Kame itself. So in terms of the Kame fleet, um, the 737 MAX threw Kame another curveball as well. So it arrived um, early this year and then all of a sudden it flew a few flights and about two weeks on, it hasn't flown a flight since then. Warwick?
1: It was a bit of a curveball, as you said, for Comet to lose the MAX because, I mean, they would have been flying it on many, many routes. And admittedly, having lockdown has benefited them in the fact that they haven't had to hire another aircraft to make up for the, um, where the MAX should have been flying. But admittedly, they also haven't been having the best lockdown and overall um, time at the moment with no tourism and um, no aviation flying, really, in South Africa. Kabir?
0: Yes, that's a very fair point about the MAX, and it's really sad to see um how it's this is all played out but we are currently however rather we are currently sitting in lockdown level 2 this could all change but um it's uncertain at the moment but lockdown level 2 um currently means they or basically all of the airlines are flying we recently did a members episode about um your ultimate covid-19 travel guide essentially, and visit our website for more information on how to get your hands on that. But we spoke about all of these airlines and their safety precautions, which are really not that great. But that's a story for another day. However, we're sitting at level two, interprovincial travel is allowed, airlines are allowed to operate, um, yet Kame is the only airline, I think, that's not operating. Sure. Um, SAA is um a bit dodgy at the moment. We don't know if they are, or if they aren't. But Comet is the only a- a- airline that is really not operating now, and I think this is not great for Comet because they're losing out on this emerging tourism industry once again. And this industry is coming up from the dead essentially. Um, Warwick.
1: Yes, I agree. Um, and I mean. Hopefully they can start flying soon. I know their plan was to start flying a bit later this year and they weren't planning, even if we went straight out of lockdown, um, they weren't planning to have us come back into, uh, or they weren't having, come, weren't planning to come back, straight back into flying their usual routes again. Mm. They said they'd hold off to, um, September, October or November and that kept on changing. So I guess it's a bit of a, you know it's kind of makes you wonder when they are going to start up because it's been very uncertain. at first, they said one thing, then they said another, um but hopefully we will see them back in the skies soon um this year. Kabir.
0: Yeah, I think it's very hard to see when what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. But um, it was recently found, and um, the source is from APA News. Um, go check it out on African Pilots' website. The link is below. So South Africa's Kame actually have secured short-term financing. Now, although this is not the ultimate goal... Uh, because, obviously, you'd want um, long-term financing, um, which is more sustainable. Kameh have, sh- um, sh- you know, secured the short-term financing. And their business rescue and practitioners um, confirmed this, as did the CEO Reynolds standard. That $2.27 million, um, um, US million, this is going to be a short-term bridge loan, would allow Kameh to meet its operational overhead. And that is maintenance, staff payments, etc. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean, though, that they are going to be in the air soon. Um, and it's very concerning as a Kameh frequent flyer to think that this airline, which was just prospering and may being very profitable and just going with the flow of things, suddenly came to a huge halt Um, So, British Airways Come is part of One World, and that has brought many great connections, um, you know, to travellers from the UK and beyond, really. And I know that's even, you know, in 2019, when we were still travelling, it did still boost tourism. I mean, last year, British Airways, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, BA opened up its first London-Durban route, and that's British Airways UK. Um, the international one. And they opened up that Durban route and that was really good for travellers because then they could fly from Durban with Kome to PE, Cape Town, Johannesburg, Zimbabwe, etc. Um, Warwick?
1: Well, in terms of Kome's future, um, I think it really depends on the aviation industry and how quickly it recovers, specifically within South Africa. And I was just busy thinking that it could actually recover a bit faster than we think because everybody's been cooped up and staying at home for a good while now um i think everybody is ready to get out and so that whether that means that they could uh that they just want to go away whether it means they need to travel for business whatever people are wanting to get away and the majority of people will drive but a few people may fly And I think when people start flying, it's going to have a, um, effect of completely, um, getting larger and larger, much quicker. And I suspect by the time it's hit about a year of that, it's going to be quite similar and back to normal. And also after one person has flown, um, they're going to think, okay, well I've flown and nothing went wrong. It was all controlled or whatever. I'm going to fly again. I think it's the fear, it's the initial fear, and um, I think when you've done it, it's going to be much easier, and people are going to start flying more frequently again, without hesitation. Kabir?
0: Yes, I think that's an interesting point of view and opinion, but personally, I'm a bit concerned, to be honest, because... We've seen, and we will be covering the story sometime um, on our channel, so stay tuned, that a lot of these airlines, um, American airlines in the US, are desperately struggling and can't afford to pay staff, etc. But this is not just because of general COVID. So the US um, aviation was coming up, then it kind of plateaued, and now it has gone down. And it's actually declining once again. Um, and so we have, you know, it's an inconsistent recovery. It's led to Southwest cutting schedules and other airlines still struggling. So if this is what's happening in a country where although COVID is a lot bigger, there's a lot more demand for travel in the U.S. than there is here. If that if there's such an inconsistent recovery in the U.S., what is Comair and South Africa's aviation future going to hold, Tom? Tom? Um, some I think there's some connection issues, but Thomas, would you like to um um tell us about your opinions? So yeah, I think I think with the
2: American uh, um, aviation industry, it's quite an interesting one. But I think the main reason for the aviation, I mean, their their travel uh, being so low and and in such big disasters is that America has had is is by far the, has, has COVID by far the worst. Like the most cases compared to how many people there are. And, and the, you know, everything like people are so scared because they know America is, COVID is, is so much of a bigger thing in America than it is for, for say in South Africa. So I think people are much more scared in America as they are in South Africa. I mean, people are scared in South Africa, but I think they're not as scared and not as many people are as scared in America. And I think that's one of the main reasons just complete um, you know how how it's gone down now going down again
0: yes I think that's a very I think that's true Um, and I will say that they do have the most cases and we can't argue with that but the question is um, you know there's a lot more demand than there is here so why are they still um, going down but Devarshan do you think that Kame will have to Cut their fleet due to the current situation.
3: Well, obviously, some people do have to let go of some planes, which is a bit like sad because now you see, as we know, the seven forty seven has gone. Yeah, so Kome will have to like lower their fleet in a way, but like they they soon would recover as time gets by, and they'll uh, like. Their fleet they'll buy more aircraft again and their fleet will come back to normal. Yes, I think that's
1: true. Warwick? Um, I agree, but I mean you've also got you've also got to look at the fact that um, they could possibly um, not cut their fleet because they've been in long-term storage for over six months now, and they've still got one or two months still to go their fleet, in least with their proposed, uh, return plan. So theoretically, if they don't come, if they don't come back, their fleet have been in long-term storage. They didn't plan to do it in short-term storage from the start. So they've been having to update it uh, every few weeks, but they put it in long-term storage, not completely set. And basically they can leave it for roughly as long as they want. Um, Tom.
2: I just, I mean, I completely agree with you. I mean, if their proposed plan was to wait that long, I think they can probably hold out for a couple of months. Um, But you never know, they could um, surprise us.
0: Yes, I think that's true. There may actually be a surprise waiting. But there's so much to talk about with Kameh and we will be keeping you updated on our YouTube channel with the latest info. So make sure to subscribe, and we hope to see Kame's future. Um, in a positive way, we hope that it doesn't end up looking um, as a dreadful future. You know, we hope that they don't have to go under or liquidate, etc. But their future is really unknown at this stage, um, and I think it would be it would really be an issue if they had if they if Kame stopped operating, because it would um, shut out the British Airways international links, etc. But their future is unknown, and we'll be keeping you updated.
1: This is an extension of the Aviator South Africa podcast. Find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and more. Also, if you need additional assistance, email us at the gmail.com.
0: Thank you very much for tuning into this Aviation History Commerce episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give us a like and remember to subscribe and enable notifications so that you'll get notified when we release a new video. Special thank you to Thomas Dewar, who has been doing the music for us here at the Aviator South Africa and St Helena. The music used in the episode is the Aviators by Helen Jane Long originally. And Tom took the melody and gave it a beautiful remix. So thank you Tom and Helen Jane Long for the amazing music. Special thank you to... Um, African Pilot Magazine, St. Helena Airport Limited, and we have this amazing book called Comet: The First 60 Years. This book has been great for us looking at the history, and it's a great book by David R. Lawrence. So thank you to David writing this book some of the visuals you would have seen in the video were used from this book and the history itself so it's really a great reflection of Comair as it has happened so once again if you enjoyed this episode um, stay tuned because there are more episodes where that came from also visit the www.sacoronavirus.co.za website for more information on COVID-19 stay safe and happy flying